In 2007, TV network CBS dropped 40 kids in the middle of the New Mexico desert as part of a brand new reality show. These kids would have to build their own society from scratch. And if this sounds like Lord of the Flies to you, well, it was meant to. We were on this mission together. We were going to prove to the world that we could make a better society than adults could. I'm Josh Gwynn, and I want to know what this wild TV experiment was really about. Split Screen, Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now. You're listening to a Frequency Podcast Network production. Before we begin, a content warning. This episode contains discussion of suicide. This is a story about desperate people and the people who might prey on them. It's a story about how easy the internet can make finding anything, even a way to end a life. The victims in this case are spread across the world. We don't yet know how many there are or where they will be found. What we do know is there are at least seven, including two in Canada, and they have left family and friends behind, bereft, heartbroken and asking, how exactly did this happen? Who helped my son, my daughter, my partner end their life? Who profited from this? And the answer, at least according to police in Peel, Ontario, is a local man who faces charges for counseling or aiding in suicide. So what did happen here? What do we know about the accused and how he allegedly distributed poison through the mail? Just how common are cases like this? And how many others might we still find? I'm Jordan Heath-Rawlings. This is The Big Story. Lucas Casaletto is a reporter with City News in Toronto who has been following this developing story. Hey, Lucas. Hi, Jordan. Thanks so much for having me. You're very welcome. This is an interesting story. It sure is. It uh, has a lot of layers to it, if you want to call it that. It's very, it's, it's fascinating. Why don't we start with the substance in question? What is sodium nitrate? What is it generally used for? What does it look like? Sodium nitrate is a legal but potentially lethal chemical that can cause death if taken in large amounts. So we'll start with that. But it, it, it is most commonly used to speed up the curing of meat, and it helps preserve all sorts of types of meat. Hmm. When sodium nitrate is added with salt, it can develop into a red and pinkish color, which is typical when you look at different types of processed meats. Now, it closely resembles salt as it appears in a crystallized white form. And that's what can make it challenging for normal observers to recognize it immediately without knowing that it is, in fact, a substance uh, like sodium nitrate that can be lethal in high concentrations. And we're obviously not here to talk about curing meat. Why are we talking about sodium nitrate today? So unfortunately, it's being mentioned in a rather distressing manner, given the context that's, that's come to light. Last week, Peel Regional Police announced the arrest of a 57-year-old Ontario man now, th this stemmed from the online distribution of sodium nitrate across the GTA that ultimately re resulted in two deaths. This man in particular is suspected of selling the substance online 
through different companies. It could be as many as, as four to five different companies all online. The charges against Kenneth Law were laid following a month-long investigation that ultimately began on March 31st. Uh, this came after a sudden death in which the victim was suspected of consuming sodium nitrite purchased through Law's online business. How would you go about um, purchasing something like that online and, and how would uh, Law's alleged uh, actions or products find themselves in front of people? That's where it gets very interesting, but also very, very sad. What's rather concerning is how easily these people were able to search up sodium nitrite and ultimately order it through packages containing a legal but lethal substance. I haven't confirmed this independently, but according to some local media outlets, Canadians that were contemplating self-harm, they would go to a website, uh, sort of like an online forum, and they would post their thoughts and their intentions. And this would ultimately lead to Kenneth Law's name being mentioned. And, and typically what would happen is they would use his initials, so KL. He became so well-known that on these online forums, his initials KL would go up and they would lead people to KL. You, you, you want KL, check out KL. And they would then be directed to his website where they could purchase uh, these substances. Now, the online forum, it's actually been blocked by governments in Australia, Italy, and Germany, and at least one internet service provider in the UK. If you search sodium, sodium nitrate online, there's even a link that directs you to Amazon. Now, I intend on reaching out to Amazon for comment on this to see if they realize that they're selling products that contain sodium nitrite and if they're aware of these allegations and ultimately if they're aware of this story and the charters against Kenneth Law. What does he say to the allegations against him? He denies them. But I've actually just recently gathered, again, I have not yet in, uh, independently confirmed this, but according to CTV News, they have a source who informed them that Law was working as a chef at a hotel in Toronto. And that's where it becomes interesting, where you can kind of connect the dots. Because sodium nitrite is used legally as a substance for meats uh, and preserving meats, if that checks out and, and he is in fact, or was in fact working as a chef in Toronto, he would easily have access not only to the substance, but he would know a lot about it. So that's, again, not proven. And it's, it's worth mentioning that this is not proven yet. Peel police, when I've spoken to, to them, they haven't said too much other than confirming that Kenneth Law was in fact arrested on May 2nd, he was charged with two counts of counseling or aiding in suicide. Now, this is just related to the deaths in Ontario, uh, not overseas or in the United States, which is alleged to have happened involving products through his online business. What I have been able to gather is through the London Times in the UK, they cited an undercover buyer. Now, this buyer alleged that Law told them when he was interested in purchasing a product that he was doing, quote, God's work. Now, according to the CBC, Law said the allegations in the Times of London article were, were false. He denied them. City News hasn't been able to speak with Law directly regarding these charges or allegations. It's important to note that while none of this has been proven in court, police do allege that some 1,200 packages containing uh, sodium nitrate have been sent from companies associated with his name, and they may have been shipped to as many as 40 countries. But it is unknown uh, how many contains uh, sodium nitrate. So Law has maintained his innocence. He has said uh, that he can't control how these products are used once they're purchased. How do these mail order kits work? And is this the only kind of them? It, it, it's not the only kind of them. It is the most 
uh, I would call it, I guess, prevalent right now that's kind of come to the surface due to the high amounts of, of unfortunate individuals that have considered self-harm. To my knowledge, uh, sodium nitrate is, is sold in packaging that you would order online and you would receive by mail because it is a legal substance. It can be shipped worldwide. Right. Now, in these alleged cases involving Kenneth Law, it's believed that individuals contemplating suicide, they would go through him directly and they would order these so-called mail order suicide kits containing the lethal substance. These people would receive the packaging and they would ingest the sodium nitrate once they received it. Now, typically through my research, it's absorbed in the stomach. So they would take this sort of crystallized substance, they would mix it in a, in a liquid or, or a drink and then consume it. Now, because it is deadly in large amounts, it doesn't take too long before the person begins to experience rather distressing symptoms. And through my research, if it's untreated within a quick time frame, we're talking maybe half an hour to 45 minutes, it will ultimately result in death. And this would create a pretty unfortunate circumstance for medical personnel if called to try to re revive or help uh, this individual that has consumed the, 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 the substance. You mentioned that these charges are directly related to uh, two people in Ontario who have died, but you also describe these packages going everywhere, uh, including overseas. What do we know about uh, the usage overseas? You mentioned uh, the Times of London is working on this. What do we have from other countries? This actually prompted the investigation by Peel Police. What, what actually ended up happening is the Times of London in the UK, they wrote a very detailed sort of investigative piece that ultimately mentioned Kenneth Law by name. And they, they were referencing a man in Ontario who had been using an online platform to sell sodium nitrate to people that were at risk of self-harm. Now, what, what ended up happening is that the Times of, uh, of London, they reported on seven deaths in the UK. And that also involved deaths, undocumented deaths in the US. Hmm. And in the US, they were also alleging that a man in Ontario uh, had been selling products to, uh, in their case, uh, young people, uh, anyone under the age of 20. And there was a, a man over just over 20 years old, 22 years old, who had purchased sodium nitrate through Kenneth Law and committed suicide with the use of the, uh, the substance. Now, what's interesting is that the Peel Police investigation is not involving anybody overseas that, that may have passed through Kenneth Law's products. Their focus is solely on the, the two deaths that have resulted in Ontario. Now, Ontario Provincial Police, right after Peel Police announced the charges against Kenneth Law, they sent out a PSA and a news release warning of packages uh, through different companies. They listed all of the companies that were through Kenneth Law. And they wanted the public to be aware, you know, if you see a package like this, uh, if you have a family member that may be suffering, monitor this, monitor this, these packages and, and, and take note because as many as 12 communities in Ontario uh, received packages, uh, according to the Ontario Provincial Police. So hmm. the, the charges against law have not been proven in Canadian court, but they are solely focused on the Canadian deaths and not so much the, uh, the UK or anything involving anybody in the US as of right now. In 2007, TV network CBS dropped 40 kids in the middle of the New Mexico desert as part of a brand new reality show. These kids would have to build their own society from scratch. And if this sounds like Lord of the Flies to you, well, it was meant to. We were on this mission together. We were going to prove to the world that we could make a better society than adults could. I'm Josh Gwynn, and I want to know what this wild TV experiment 
was really about. Split Screen Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now. How complex is it in the law to charge someone with this? And I really genuinely don't know the answer to this, but, you know, as we've talked about this, uh, this product is legally available for purchase. There's nothing illegal about shipping it. Obviously, uh, Mr. Law is not alleged to have made these people take the substance used to kill themselves. Like, I guess what I'm asking is, where exactly is the crime here? I think where it, it will come down to in court with the two charges aiding or counseling and suicide is, despite Law denying these allegations and these claims that he did, in fact, assist these individuals, according to police, while he may be denying these charges, he, he was selling these products knowing that these individuals were at risk of self-harm. Now, that, that, will, that might be a little bit difficult to, to prove in court, but because of those two charges in particular, I find those two charges very interesting in that they have enough grounds to assume that this man in particular was assisting somebody who he knew, or at least was aware, that they were at risk of, of committing suicide or harming themselves. I see. Now, if you look into the type of man that law is, if you want to believe what the Times of London reported, saying that he was doing God's work, mm-hmm. that, that lets you in on what his mentality may have been when he was selling these products to a large number of people. And that's where it gets a little bit distressing. There have been two deaths in Ontario uh, as of right now, according to Peel Police, and there might be more. And, and that's that, again, has not been proven. We don't know if more charges will be laid against law. But... From what I've been able to gather through research and through what uh, media outlets are reporting on, is that these individuals would contact him and would express to him that they were interested in purchasing purchasing this type of a lethal product, and he would ultimately assist them in doing so. Hmm. And then they would consume these products in large amounts, and they would ultimately result in death. Right. Nothing has been proven in court, but it, we are awaiting the the final the final. Uh, decision here. What have we heard, if anything, from uh, families of those uh, who have passed away this way? And and what do they say about what has happened here? There have been a, quite a few parents and and people that have come forward. Nobody in Ontario, through my research, I have, I have yet to confirm independently anybody uh, in Ontario speaking on behalf of, of a loved one that has suffered through this. The Times in London, they focused on people in the UK. And, and that, that their focus was on young people that had allegedly purchased sodium nitrite from companies that were run by Kenneth Law. Now, as mentioned, he's not facing any charges for deaths outside of Canada. And again, it bears repeating that nothing has been proven in Canada's court as of yet. But one man named David Parfait, his 22-year-old son, Tom, uh, died after ingesting sodium nitrite. And that's what initially sparked the investigation by the Times of London. The Times of London piece was brought to Peel Police's attention, and they have since confirmed that with me. And that is what ultimately led to them opening their investigation into this man. And that's what led to the unfortunate discovery and and confirmation that two people had died in Ontario uh, through products purchased on on his online business. Do we know how many other examples of somebody allegedly trying this kind of business. As you mentioned right off the top that uh, sodium nitrate is available on Amazon. You know, how common is this type of way of providing uh, equipment needed to end lives? That's where I think this is important to get out is, is that it's becoming more common. And we've actually seen 
through one of my article online and through the report that I had published is that I, I was able to gather quite a few number of studies through reputable medical sources that state that the consumption of sodium nitrite is, is becoming problematic and, and very concerning. Now, Kenneth Law is the first Canadian me- mentioned and charged in a scheme such as this one. Because his alleged business appeared to be rather well-known online, it sounds like the investigation as of right now is focused solely on him. Through my search, I haven't been able to track any particular individual or, or business uh, that was behind something like this. But because sodium nitrite is a legal but lethal substance, that's where it becomes tricky because it can be purchased online. As mentioned with Amazon, you wouldn't have a very hard time accessing this. You know, these allegations are incredibly distressing. And if there are more cases like this, and because sodium nitrate is so easily purchased, it, it has to be discussed and, and ultimately prevented. When we say it's so easily purchased and it, it has to be discussed, are we talking about uh, potentially regulating sales of this product? I, I do think it could, it could lead to that. I think that once, if he's convicted, Kenneth Law, uh, in court, and according to Peel Regional Police and subsequently confirmed by Ontario Provincial Police, packages through his website have been sent across the province. And that's not factoring in how many packages were sent in the UK and in the US. And we're talking, this is a fairly substantial business here. I did a search the other day and and sodium nitrate products, it was incredibly easy to find. And of course, online and on a place like Amazon, they're being sold for what its sole purpose should be, which is to cure meats and to preserve meats. Hmm. I could see regulations being placed on this. And I do think ultimately if more stories are surfaced, and I believe that they will be, it will create a very interesting discussion legally when it comes to the selling of a product and substance such as this one. So what happens next? Uh, We're obviously waiting uh, for Mr. Law's trial. What are police still looking for? So Law made his first appearance in a Brampton courthouse on Wednesday. Uh, His case was adjourned to next week. He made a virtual appearance in his holding cell. He he didn't speak. Uh, Legal proceedings will continue. The unfortunate and upsetting reality, as mentioned before, is that there likely will be more people coming forward. That will ultimately and likely change the investigation in Ontario. And as we've seen through other local media outlets, they're reporting on deaths that have occurred in the United States and in the UK. And while Canada can't charge law based on those allegations and and those alleged deaths, what they can do is expand their investigation here. And I, I do believe through what I've been able to gather that unfortunately, there will be more loved ones coming forward and, and speaking out saying that their child or you know their cousin or their uncle or whoever it may be, they they purchased a product such as this one, either through Kenneth Law or, or elsewhere, and consumed it at a high dose and ultimately took their own life. So it's important to make mention in this case that there there may be more uh, deaths coming, unfortunately. That's the unfortunate reality with all of this. Lucas, thank you so much for all your work on this, and uh, we'll see what else comes forward. I appreciate it, Jordan. Thank you so much for having me. Lucas Casaletto, reporting for City News in Toronto. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide or depression, you can reach out to Talk Suicide Canada, which provides free, confidential support to anyone who is thinking about suicide 
You can text them at 45645. You can call them at 1-833-456-4566. Or you can visit talksuicide.ca. You can find The Big Story at thebigstorypodcast.ca. You can find us on Twitter at thebigstoryfpn. And you can email us, hello at thebigstorypodcast.ca. This podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. And as you may know, you can ask for it on a smart speaker by saying, play The Big Story Podcast. I'm Jordan Heath-Rawlings. Thanks for listening. We'll talk tomorrow. In 2007, TV network CBS dropped 40 kids in the middle of the New Mexico desert as part of a brand new reality show. These kids would have to build their own society from scratch. And if this sounds like Lord of the Flies to you, well, it was meant to. We were on this mission together. We were going to prove to the world that we could make a better society than adults could. I'm Josh Gwynn, and I want to know what this wild TV experiment was really about. Split Screen, Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now.